Hey, morning. Good morning to you. And to Steve Vines. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing okay, you know, seasonally adjusted. Yeah, I hope you celebrated the dear Amoeba's birthday yesterday. <laughs> Listen, me, me and the Amoeba, we're very close. <laughs> I was saying to my mate Dennis Rodman, very tall fella, lots of rings in As his ears. As you took your dogs for a walk. As I took my dogs for a walk. That's it. Mind those dogs. Don't yeah. mind them anywhere near the great leader. Um, I was saying to him, you know, Dennis, you're doing so much for world peace. I, I, I can't believe that anybody um, would criticise you for selflessly taking money to go to North Korea to play a game of basketball with a lot of retirees from the NBA, yeah. which apparently is the National Basketball Association. Who knew that? Um, and um, I'm just showing off, actually. Uh, and um, and uh, um, generally... generally um, Scuppering everything. <laughs> well, I don't think he is. I think it's just generally... You know, it's a sort of marvellous sideshow that, that amounts to practically nothing. But, I mean, for anybody... Oh, incidentally, I mean, just, just before we go on, we don't even know exactly how old the amoeba is. I mean, some people think he's 30, some people think he's 31. I mean, such is the bizarre state of affairs in North Korea that even the, the, the age of, of the miniature leader, um, slightly returned miniature leader... No um, kidding. It, it, you it, s- I mean, it's it secret, yes. Yeah, I mean... He could, didn't hit the gym very often, Nature could guessing. take care of this one. He's huge. <laughs> He's a Real big boy. Salad dodger. He's a big boy. <laughs> and and um, um, Dennis says he's going to love him forever. Well, Dennis, that's your choice, mate. What about an American embarrassment, particularily? Or is America... I, I think, um, you know, the State Department does get asked about this. You know, what do you think about Dennis Robert? I think they're playing this very well. They point out rather you know pointedly that american citizens are free to travel wherever they like in the world and they that, that you know it's not um incidentally that's not quite true because they're not free to ca- travel to cuba but never mind um but, or in general to north korea surely or in ge- well, no, no, i, I thought it was that. if you're american or a, or a journo forget about it no no that's from their point of view i oh, think the americans sorry. say you, you can go there if you want to yeah, yeah. but you know they 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 are at great pains to to emphasize that he's not on any kind of official mission yeah. state department doesn't even talk to him doesn't you know so i mean this is just wacky mm, i tell you 104 what, or whatever you call it i'm glad you i'm glad you mentioned this because it's a bit nippy it's cold enough to make dennis rodman wear an extra bra today <laughs> isn't it yeah. yes I, I if you look at him he doesn't look as though he's in peak physical condition <laughs> i mean you know he was definitely a basketball star um, but that is past tense very much past tense and the five people he mustered up to go with him to north korea aren't exactly well none of them they're all retired i was going to say none of them at the peak of their careers they, by definition, yeah. they can't because they're retired. I think three of them are vaguely known. Don't ask me any names because I've never heard of any of them. I'll tell you what, I reckon if you, because this is all so weird, really way, way out there, I wonder if something as nuts as this could have some real progress in the sort of macro level. Well, you know, I mean, you've got a history of people going to try and cuddle up to dictators and and you know they go and see these ghastly dictators you know you had the the webs going to see stalin and came back so you know you had the very um, impressive man yeah you had the um what's it called now british aristocracy in british aristocracy <laughs> you know in the shape of particularly unity mitford uh, um going up to see hitler and saying you know i really can't understand he's so frightfully nice and he's got impeccable table manners um you know and they they sort of wandered off and the british government was going oh she wouldn't you know this is all all very embarrassing so i i don't know there is a long tradition of this and it it in my 
uh, memory, and I may be wrong, it always is is just a tiny, slightly amusing or slightly grotesque, I think probably it's slightly grotesque, sideshow. Mm. What did you make of all that nonsense about his uncle being killed by wild dogs and stuff? Well, the, as you know... Um, his uncle was definitely was taken was taken something was up was taken it? out yeah and he, um, of a meeting and this was televised um, and then there was a so-called trial I think within hours I think thirty six hours something like that of him being arrested there was then a list of enormous crimes published you know everything it was huge everything this. from corruption to I don't think he was accused of eating small babies but everything else he was accused of doing that's legal then the he was. He, he 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 was um ordered to to be executed and then the story goes that that that, that little fatty was so enamored with this whole process of, of of revenge against his uncle that um he ordered the guards to set the dogs on onto the body and and eat it up i have to say this story has been very widely denied but you know the level of information flow out of pyongyang isn't impeccable so I don't know. I have no idea whether the story was true in the first place. I have no idea whether the the um, denial of the story is true either. It's not so much about the the, the event itself. People are saying, well, it came from Wen Weipo, and the the world's media have had a field day saying it's a completely rubbish publication. They've all said it. Well, it is a Communist Party mouthpiece. So that's so, they're, they're yes. saying. The, the sensible people are saying, well, maybe you know this is China starting to wave its finger. Who knows? I mean, incidentally. Incidentally, the people of North Korea are going to the polls um, during this year. Um, <laughs> the, the North out- Pole? Yeah, the yeah, South yeah. Pole? Yeah. The outcome of that election, as you know, is, only, is, is entirely unpredictable, even though for each um, office that they're supposed to be electing, there is only one candidate. But, yeah. Steve writes to us, and he brings up an interesting topic. Right. He says, I don't know what you both think about this, but I really wonder why and whether the international media should be reporting what the heck Dennis Rodman does. Uh, who cares if someone has been, some has been, wants to be a sycophant to Kim Jong-pig, he says. I understand where he's coming from. I mean... Perennial the, the, topic, this, isn't it? Yeah, I do understand where he's coming from. He's, he's sort of... Well, he's not sort of saying, he is saying that, you know, you, you only encourage them by giving them the oxygen of publicity. Yeah. But on the other hand, you know, this is how news flow works. Um, events happen and newspapers, because it's so wacky, newspapers latch onto this and, and, and even radio stations latch onto this. Um, my, my view is, you, you know, that the more dangerous road is trying to control the news flow than allowing it to happen and allowing some of the more stupid things that yeah. occur during the news flow to um, be reported. I mean, I mean, it, you know, it's not just Dennis Rodman, who's an idiot in the world. Uh, if you want to make a list, um, start today and I'll see you at the end of the year. Well, North Korea is a very interesting one, this one, because every now and again, Kim Jong-un jumps up and down and talks about nuking the South and America yeah. and San Francisco. Well, actually, more than that, they have nuclear tests. Oh, you know, I know, I know. It but looks I mean, like a joke, but maybe it isn't. Well, he uses video game caps and stuff yes. like this. But, but the point is this, if in a parallel universe... <coughs> the next time he threatened something to the south, just just supposing that there was a complete and utter worldwide news blackout, he wouldn't have that fuel. 
Well, you say... Wouldn't you, no, 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 but you say that, but even that's not quite true. Oh. Because, of course, most of this, remember, is for his domestic audience. Oh, yeah. Now, they have total control of their own media, and when I say total, that's not some hyperbole, it's, it's exactly what it means. So it will be reported widely, and this is what he wants to do, is tell his own people... So it's not about world the world at all. Well, I think it's both, but I think it's primarily to tell his own people we are a nuclear power, we are a major player in the world. I mean, people in North Korea probably believe that. You they bet. do believe that it's a, a world power. They do believe that, um, has a, that North Korea has a major nuclear capability, etc., etc. So, you know, if it's not reported in the New York Times, I don't think they're going to be that sleepless in Pyongyang. No, they, they would prefer it to be reported, but I don't think that will cause them not to do these things. That's really interesting. So last time there was a real in theory to the brink thing with him um, talking about once again blowing up the South, etc, etc. Yeah. And then he totally and utterly 180 degreed and just shut up. Yeah. But I bet not in the inter in internal press. He didn't. Well, well, I mean, the, the, the whole point about that is, you know, when you have total control about the, the media, the facts are only the facts as stated. Um, I, I always remember a f f uh, friend of my father's who, who, who was a very avid Communist Party member uh, and he, he phoned up to speak to my father one day and, he, and my father said to him rather bluntly oh I see you haven't read the paper yet so you don't know what to think <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot Steve it does, actually it does you yeah. know, so there's a lot of that goes on Richard's complimenting you on the use of oxygen and free publicity he thinks that's a great phrase <laughs> uh, not original I, I, I'm now going to have to admit that but check it out let's just stay with the news thing for a second before we start moaning about arranging deck chairs in Moncock. Yes. Um, there is a topic that, that students study these days at sort of postgrad level called media literacy. Does it bring us into this realm? You know, how the news writes it, what they write, when they write? I, I think it does. I think it does. I mean, the whole... Um you, you, you know, I mean, this is almost ABC stuff, but let's just go over it very quickly. I mean, you know, how, how news is handled, how news is presented is the very heart of understanding the media. And context is everything. You know, the fact that they have a newspaper in Pyongyang and they have a newspaper in New York and they have a newspaper in Hong Kong, it only means we're only talking about the format you have to understand the background of the society in which that newspaper is produced before you have any understanding of what newspaper means in those three places. Yeah. And they, they are different things. I mean, I wish I could say that in Hong Kong, newspapers um, <laughs> are, are, are representatives of, of freedom of expression and all the rest of it. I mean, as we've seen just this week, with the moves that are taking place in Mingbao, where the editor, Kevin Lau, is being sacked and being replaced. We don't even know exactly who it is, although one name has been rumoured by a, um, shall we say, more Beijing-friendly uh, Malaysian journalist as editor. We know that, that in Hong Kong, what we assume to have been a vigorously free press is being undermined by the day. It's a, it's a gradual chip, chip, chip away at the block. And then, and then the edifice will fall down. There's no doubt about that. There's no point in, in pretending that, that, that things aren't only moving in one direction and that direction is bad. We're talking mostly here about traditional media, print media. Of course, there are websites associated to all these things. But what about other avenues? Well, I mean, uh, I indeed, traditional media, some would argue, serious, is becoming... Really, isn't it? Well, yeah. Let's <laughs> keep slacking off. We'll, 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 we'll get to that. But some people would argue traditional media is becoming increasingly irrelevant. I, I'm not 
part of that argument because I still do think it tends to be a gender setting. But quite clearly, the number of people who read newspapers today is infinitely less than, say, the number of people who read newspapers 20 years ago. So you have the same thing, and I'm now coming back to Hong Kong, of chip-chip away at the block in all forms of media, you know, the electronic media, broadcast media, etc., etc., with the sole and extremely exceptional, um, outstanding example of RTHK. Yeah. Is that the station we're broadcasting Bastions on? Bastions of Hillary, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> um, but seriously, you know, I mean, it isn't just in the print media that this is a problem. Yeah, but good old social media, whether you believe most things you read on it or not, is, is having a real impact. Because people having, have a point of it's view. It's having a real impact, and it is whatever the, um, whatever the people who control the media in these one-party states think... It, it is, an, well, they do think this. I'm not saying they don't, but they try and control it. It is uncontrollable. And although, for example, in China, there is an enormous army of censors, and I say yeah, army, they've... and we're talking about tens of thousands, possibly even hundreds of thousands of people deployed to take down blogs to do this, that, and the other. It is an enormous latent power for changing things. And if you want an example of how explosive that power is, look at the Arab Spring. The Arab Spring more or less started on the internet and then went from the internet to the streets. It's not something which I, for one moment, think is a one-off. I don't think that. I wonder if it's nearly time to stop talking about the Great Firewall. So many people can get round that these days. It's almost a laugh. I mean, uh, uh, the problem, of course, is, or the advantage of the Great Firewall, is most people don't bother. No. But there comes a point at which they do bother. That's the, that's the crucial thing. Yeah. You know, most people are, are, are content to, you know, sit at home and they say, oh, well, of course we know that People's Daily doesn't really give us the news. We know that People's Television doesn't really give us the news. But, you know, we don't really care. But there will come a moment at which people will care. It always happens like that. What kind of moment? When, when the possibility of change arises or when some enormous scandal has erupted. I mean, you look at what happened with the Boshi Lai trial where there was an enormous surge in um, use of um, unauthorised channels on, on the internet in China because people were really keen to know yeah, you what, bet. What, what the hell was going Human on Human nature. Yeah. So, you know, I mean... If you're complacent and you say we've got the internet under control, which is essentially the view coming out of Beijing at the moment, I'd say to them, yeah, keep being complacent, boys. <laughs> it, it, gets, it gets better, Steve. Rodman sings happy birthday to Kim. Ah. Uh, has he got a good voice? Do we know that? 19 to 11, still in with Steve Vines. He has in front of him a piece of art that makes John Constable look like he was using potato prints. <laughs> That's true, and I want, I want listeners to know my devotion to this programme is such Good. that I have read something which I absolutely 100% guarantee that none of you have read, are likely to read, or would even contemplate reading. It's a full-page advert. to reading. <laughs> it's a full-page advert in, in fluent gibberese, yep. um, for, and it's headed a huge... Huge vote of confidence for Hong Kong Science Park Phase 3. Hurrah. Uh, I mean, anyway, I I, I thought, you know, let let me just see what it says. Boy, I mean, I know that it was written by a 12-year-old, and I think it's wonderful that 12-year-olds are employed to do this thing. 
Um, but um, some of these 12-year-olds should say that in a single sentence you, you keep to the same tense. That's, no, don't that's be That's one silly. of those silly old rules of grammar. But never mind, never mind. And perhaps you don't write sentences like, the SAR government is committed to creating a vibrant ecosystem with excellent software and hardware support for, cle- for key players like Science Park, the academia and business community for collaboration. Take a breath, Steve. Hey. Then we've got, and this uh, it gets better. Then we get a, a subhead saying that, that that it's the region's top technology hub in quote marks. The problem is the quotation actually comes from Nicholas Brook, who's chairman of the science park. There's nobody else who's actually saying this. Then we've got, and it just you, you can't um, you can't make this stuff up. There's a, then a subhead which says business success stories. So you might think they'd cite an example of a company that had done well in the science park, or maybe two companies that had done well. Well, actually, they don't have any companies that have done well in the science park. So they say, well, one is that they the HKSTPC, work oh, it out, yep. um, has, has, has hosted an annual flagship event. That, that's what you and me call a conference. That's apparently a business success. Another one... And here, hold your breath here, is that they've managed to sign a memorandum of understanding with a top government body, top notice, in Scotland for low carbon knowledge transfer. And haggis. And haggis. And for the export of Billy Connolly. And then you've got, I mean, I, I could go on, but, but you, you know, there's only a limit to this sort of stuff. It's another sub here. It says interest from the north. Well, like with, Yorkshire. Uh, no, no. <laughs> with the acclamation from across the gro- globe and our fatherland, the park has attracted immense interest from technology enterprises across the border. Among them are the fast-growing industry players from Shunda. Well, boys... They are kicking it up there, though. You are... <laughs> I mean, this is, you know, when you, when you talk about white elephants, public money and complete Horlicks, it's all in here. So they've built phase one and two of this enormous science park. They filled it up with companies who, guess what? why they want to go there? Oh, yeah, the rents are cheap. And they use it for storerooms. They use it for office space. There's not actually much. There may be some, but they're not much in the way of, you know, uh, groundbreaking technological in, um, innovation going on there. No Higgs so boson action. If at first you don't succeed, you build phase three. Yep. You then, then with our money... You and mine, folks, um, launch launch it. You then put this amazing self-congratulatory thing in the newspaper. And, well, I mean, most people won't even bother to read it, so it doesn't really matter. But it makes them feel good. But do remember, all of this is being done on your coin. None of this is being done on anybody else's coin but the poor old Hong Kong taxpayer. That that would be you and me. Well, we'd better go there, then. <laughs> I, I, it, actually, it is very nice. I have been there. It, 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 it's near Sha Tin. It's perfectly nice. And if it was just a park, you know, where you could walk along the riverside, I'd say, oh, well done, boys. Grass, park. They've got little windmills, because that's high-tech. And they've got little solar panels, because that's high-tech. And they've got little signs saying green this and green that. And that's because they've got little signs saying green this and green that. But, um, you know, it's a bit of cheap office space. So if you run a company, and, I, and here's my tip. Put .com in the name. Yep. Put high tech in the name. And you can get very cheap rent in quite nice premises at the public expense. And say hub a couple of times. Oh, say hub. Hub. Actually, hub. No. 
back now. Yes. Well, what else? What else is being done on our coin then that gets you going? Well, I have to say, RTHK's new headquarters. RTHK's new headquarters. <laughs> Just give me a nice chair, for it, goodness' sake. Listen, um, I, I'm 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 an enormous supporter of that. You uh, better be, mate, spare, or you're off. Spare no expense. That's what I say. Um, the fact that the price has gone up a bit, well, only a pedant would. But they all would, go up a bit. They all go up a bit. Actually, the RTHK's gone up quite a lot. But to be fair, RTHK's doing a whole lot more is supposed to be doing a whole lot more i don't know the details of that and uh, i always think that people discussing their own affairs on their own radio station oh, i'm totally is, with you i just yeah, think it's yeah you it's know. just horlicks <laughs> but the other thing which really i i, I think we, we ought to just remember because we've actually got some figures uh, out yesterday really is do you remember there was this flood of immigrants who are going to come over deluge our social services and there were all sorts of experts arrived to tell us that that the disaster that would happen after the 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 court of final appeal ruled that new immigrants were eligible for for welfare services i you know a little bit of money well the deluge has indeed arrived 1400 people i'll repeat that number 1400 people have applied for this deluge of applications. And there's a lovely piece in, in, in the People's Post which says, um, social welfare experts say they may have overestimated the figures. Well, that's, boys, because you're not expert. You didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> Most people who had a brain, and I remember, incidentally, I interviewed um, Nelson Chow, who, who, who's from... Hong Kong University, who really is an expert on these things, who immediately said, oh, I wouldn't imagine that many people would apply. So who were these experts who who confidently predicted that there would be a flood of mainlanders, you know, because Hong well, Kong had popular upheld... popular sentiment, I think. It is popular sentiment indeed, but it was fuelled by people who should know better. Oh, I think there is a great groundswell of of um, opposition doesn't to this. It, doesn't it remind you of something, sort of England in the early 1970s yeah, yeah. when Idi Amin kicked out all the all sort the of Ugandan Indians? Agents. And, yeah. Well, yeah, Ugandan Asians who turned out to be the most hard-working <laughs> and enterprising <laughs> people on earth. But there it's you go. Alf, you need Alf Garnet here. You do. Chinese Alf Garnet. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, we've got a few of them. <laughs> Can we turn to a hello, couple? Liberal Party? <laughs> Can we ch- turn to a little couple of emails here? Yes. Scott, good morning. He's he's talking about the science park. I think he said it's a bit of a way to get more swag into the better connect. Hang on a minute. Let's just see what he says. Bit of a way to get more swag into the better connected professors, those who write reports and support various government schemes to use more tax money. There's a whole industry built between the medical research park, the science park, etc., local universities, or at least those parts of the universities that hire the dregs of connected families and get these failures out of the family business into the government's pockets. Yeah, I'm not so sure about subtle, the government. Subtle, love it. It's very subtle. I'm not so sure it's the government's pockets, it's the government's committees. If you look at the various committees that run these things, it is full of the exactly what Scott's talking about. These people who, you know, the families don't actually want them running the family business because that's real money and they may cock it up. But, you know, send them off to be on government uh, advisory bodies. Send them and to the science park. Send them to the science park. <laughs> send them to the national people's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They'll do no harm there. Here's another one, different topic from kev good morning what do you think steve about the hong kong government wanting to raise the age to 21 for voting if a person is mature enough to be accepted as a policeman surely he is mature enough to make it on his own choice isn't well, it ain't that a fact i support the age of 18 thanks and regards kev well it, this is really interesting i i'm very pleased this subject's been brought up because for example in some countries and we've mentioned scotland before and scotland happens to be one of them they're thinking of lowering the age to 16 and the logic um, there is 
that that um, teenagers in in the middle years of their teens tend to be quite engaged when they're not smoking dope and <laughs> doing other things, robbing old ladies, robbing old ladies, <laughs> and you know, but, but no, but seriously, um, the you know, they're, 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 as we've seen in Hong Kong, yeah. quite um, a number of teenagers are very politically engaged. They really are. The only reason that this um, proposal has come up is because it's suspected. And I think there's grounds for this suspicion that young people might be more in favour of democracy than old people. So yet another way, yet another way of reducing the electorate, making it more likely to vote for who the powers that be want it to vote for, is to to raise the age of voting. Um, So it's very apt to say that, you know, you trust somebody to become a policeman, to become a law enforcer at the age of 18. Carry a... But but but, but but you can't have them wielding a pen well, or wielding a pencil at, uh, at election time. That is the big deal that's been going on in America for many, many years. Well, I can't buy a can of beer, but I can go to Afghanistan. Well, I mean, you know, again, I, 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 so many things I don't understand well, in America. Well, truly, yeah, I don't either. It, it, is, it is extraordinary. I mean, and all you get in, in America, as you got during Prohibition, etc., etc., is that, that beer is sold illegally to underage kids by the dozen and somebody's making more money out of it than they would if they just popped it out at the 7-Elevens. But, hey, um, they obviously know more than I do about that. I didn't know about this one, Kev. Thanks very much. I've obviously been missing something. Good point. Good point. Nice one. Thank you very much. Morningbrew at rthk.hk if you want to get in touch. Well, another thing that we haven't yet talked about, but but it's all, I suppose, part of the same theme, is... um, the recent developments with HKTV. I mean, people have missed the story so far. Do not far. understand all that. Go Do on, not, it. <laughs> the story so far is they applied for a licence, um, um, for a terrestrial licence, when new licences were being dished out. The government said, oh, no, we can't have HKTV because they might make two interesting programmes. Oh, actually, they didn't say that. They said, uh, no comment. Yep. But they're not having the licence. So then they said, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll tell you what, tell you what, we'll have another thing ah we'll try and um develop our mobile tv capability there's um china mobile sitting on on a license to do this um which they haven't exploited so we'll bung them some money and we'll 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 take it on you should write press releases (laughs) honestly i've got the i'm I'm 13 years i'm i'm 13 years old and i can do a whole sentence um and then it turns out or it appears to turn out because of course everything to do with mainland controlled companies is fairly opaque even though they're publicly listed it turns out that the bosses in beijing hadn't quite been aware that the boys down here had decided to flog off this license to hktv because ricky wong who owns hktv is not a is not a made man, as they say in mafia circles, not one of the chosen boys. So there's a bit of an internal investigation in there. Now, to actually transmit this um, channel to the punters, you need to use the, I believe they're called transponders, but what do I know, which are owned by the big broadcasters. So they were, this is China Mobile, were using the TVB facilities for this. TVB which, as we all know, is no, how can I put it, no enemy, (laughs) a very close friend of the powers that be up north, obviously looked at this and goes, 
Oh, I don't know about this. This looks as though we might not win any friends by doing this. So they've cited, as one always does, commercial reasons why they think this may be very, very problematic for internal them to matter. do. It could be an internal matter indeed. Again, it, TBB is a public company, but never mind. We'll gloss over all of that. So you have this situation where they now have a licence to do some kind of broadcasting, but they don't have the means to actually transmit um, the programmes that they're making. I'm told they are avidly producing programmes as we speak to go on somewhere. Um, I'm wondering how all this is going to end up. I mean, when you get, as you've had in Hong Kong, mass rallies in favour of a TV station that barely exists... Um, well, what it, about... Yeah, go on. Well, <laughs> well, I'm just saying, when you get these mass rallies, which you, you did have for HKTV, and they were really mass rallies, and people feeling that, that, that you know, the establishment were conniving to stop another voice getting on the air. Yeah. This seems to be, you know, now that the nail is in the coffin, there may be a corner of the coffin that hasn't been nailed down, so those boys are getting on to that job. They really do not want Ricky Wong to have a say or a shot at anything. I think these boys would be happy if the only thing we heard him say is, would you like fries with that? (laughs) But, you know, I mean, what's so extraordinary about this is Ricky Wong ain't no great radical by even the smallest stretch of the imagination his main offense is is that he's not a fully paid up sycophant so now it's not good enough you know to 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 be merely a sort of oh okay you know the, the boys up north are good you've actually got to be someone who goes up there on your knees and you know knows that three cowtails just doesn't cut it nowadays. Nine will do fine. Right. Just before we go, I want to say hello to Mike, who's listened to us in Pattir in Thailand. Uh, totally different topic, but good morning, Mike. Do you have any views on the current political situation in Thailand? Particularly interested in the current confusion concerning democracy and its maintenance. For example, Morsi replaced in Egypt, intent to replace Yingluck in Thailand. Yeah, I do have views on that. I mean, let's just talk about Thailand, because it's closer to, to home. I mean, here you have a situation where... Um, uh, Shinawat won the election. Now, it may not have been the cleanest election in the world, but most people say that it did reflect the popular view. She may well be a, a proxy for her brother. She may, may well be not the greatest person on earth. In fact, she may well be a cipher for her brother sitting in Abu Dhabi or wherever it is he is at the moment. But yeah. the fact of the matter is she was elected and the people on the streets who 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 are suggesting that the election system should be abolished, that's what they're actually saying, and replaced by some sort of council led by the military, are talking about the end of the democratic system in Thailand. Mm. And the people in leading that um, cause are called the Democrat Party. Well, boys, you've got to think of your name. Um, it doesn't gel, you know. The fact is that if there was another election held, I think the Shinawak family would almost certainly win it. Um, but the whole point about elections is is you can get rid of the bastards if you don't like them. Check this out. I mean, in, in China, daft as it sounds, if there was a fair and square election now, the Communist Party would probably win. It, it's a fair bet. That may happen. Um, we, we'll never know that because that's not a party that likes free and open elections. But, but in it, theory, it's, you know it's, what it's I'm a saying? Fair it's a, it's know, an entirely fair bet that that could happen, yeah. You know what leads that leads us to? It sort of brings together a lot of the things we've talked about this morning. I think even possibly North Korea. You notice the news of 2013. S- series of, you know, time after time after time, all over the world, people saying ruling elite 
No. Yeah. I, I mean, people... I, I mean, I think the problem is that the ruling elites just haven't been delivering the goods. One of the reasons why there is growing civil unrest on the mainland, but not at any kind of tipping point, is that by and large the ruling elite has delivered the goods, but there have been instances where they haven't. So, you know, let's see what happens on that that side of the picture, because, honestly, regimes are only as strong as they are able to deliver the goods. Yep. I know that sounds pretty obvious, but... It's worth remembering. It's worth remembering, and history does seem to support that point of view. Well, Steve, at least at the end of the day, we have got... We have got... The Science Park. The Science Park. And, you know, can I just say... Well done, Janet Wrong. She says, I'm very proud of Science Park's achievements in confirming the first... Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> 